I feel like I have been fortunate to like continuously like be able to continuously appreciate more and more music. So I definitely want to go back and listen to Wake Up My Love now. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Weekends album, Don Glover's album, some good am- amongst the bad. I don't like, so I like, I mean, Donald Glover is weird, you know, like he just, he just does weird <laughs> stuff sometimes. And like, like names I, most of the songs on the album after yes, the time where they the start on the album. They start on the album. <laughs> yes. That's exactly where I was going. It's like, I just, I, I, I get it. I understand it. And I, 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 I feel like I have the right to not like it. <laughs> like, I just was like, like, okay, fine. That's that's the you know you want to do something and that's the thing you want to do but I just I just don't feel it I'm not feeling it. Well, I was reading something in the in the subreddit. It was either Hip Hop Heads or the Donald Glover subreddit where they're talking about how he ended his like the the collab with Adidas ended, and like part of that apparently was he had to release music. I'm hearing the second hand from comments there, but sounds like maybe this was just him being like fucking fine. I'll I'll release an album, and it's like is, if this is his like making an album to get out of a contract album Damn. well who i forget who it was who had like uh a, somebody had a contract was it ellie golding i, I believe she was it kesha uh, neil young did an album that was like electronic music in the early 80s because he had a contract that he was desperately trying to get out of I thought that someone had a contract and they made like four albums over the course of four years to get out of the contract or something like that. But maybe I'm just I, I making I definitely that remember up. hearing was, was Skrillex dating was it Kesha or Ellie Goulding? One of those probably two Ellie Goulding had the the contract that they wanted to get out of and uh, and well I mean Kesha had a contract she wanted to get it. out of but like in a very different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't want to. Uh, they didn't. The court didn't didn't let her out of it. So then I think she just. Powered through it. Neil Young's electronic uh, album. What's up with that? Yeah, I think this one, it was um, Trans, I want to say, was the one he made that was just like, he was just desperate to get out of the the contract that he had. And so he just kind of did stuff that doesn't sound anything like him. Yeah, 1982, yeah. Interesting. Late 1980 to mid-1982, Young spent much of his waking hours carrying out a therapy program for his young son, Ben, who was born with cerebral palsy and unable to speak. Neil disclosed to almost no one at the time that he was doing so or that the repetitive nature on the songs on both the previous album, Reactor, and this one related to the exercises he was performing with Ben. How about that? I um I know uh Weird Al's last album was like he he had like a 10 album deal or something like that with RCA and so he was just, he was under contract for 32 years uh Jesus and Christ. his last album was his last album on that contract and it's like maybe I'll just like do whatever I want now <laughs> 32 year contract Yeah which I don't think is technically Allowed? Can you not? I thought you can't enter a contract of more than seven years or something like that. Well, what about all those baseball deals? That's true. Hmm. Yeah, there's got to be something. I mean, because it's not a technically, I mean, it's not entering a, a contract for seven years. And it's not, yeah, it's not a year years. Contract, He's entering yeah. a contract for 10 albums. So if he had done those um, all in yeah. seven months, you'd have been out in, you know, seven right. months. Right. That's true. 
that's true i don't know what was murder for that kind of like employment stability though right like you imagine I mean, that? for sure <laughs> like yeah, yeah absolutely God, give me a 32 year contract i'll take it tomorrow <laughs> like, that's fine. a contract in general <laughs> like, yeah regarding Sometimes. regarding your desire for like you know guaranteed employment for a long time i can feel you all this time i've wasted waiting for the world to end And welcome to this episode of Motion City Podcast. I am, as always, Naim Siddiqui. Joining me, as always, Jake Walden. How's it going, Jake? Great. And uh, you heard already, we've got a guest on this episode. Our very first guest. It is uh, my good friend, Alex Payet. How's it going, Alex? It's going well, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for being uh, here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so today we're talking about... I Can Feel You, which is the third track on Panic Stations, the sixth and as yet final album for Motion City Soundtrack. For now. For now. Oh, as yet. Just latest? As isn't, yet. isn't just latest the word you're looking for then? Well, because they broke up and then yeah. they kind of got back together and no they have no plans that. to make new music. So, but like, you know, you, who knows? They, they got the back together. Got so back it together. is the latest technically, but <laughs> who knows? Um, <laughs> the Beatles put out stuff after John died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, we, this one was a little different. Usually either Jake or I picks the song or sometimes we choose together. Uh, this time uh, we sent a list of five songs to Alex because uh, he's, uh, so uh, real quick, Alex, what's, what's your history with Motion City Soundtrack? I have none, actually. Um, <laughs> Not zero. Um, so, I mean, no, well, so I, I mean, I graduated high school in 2005, right? And so, um, you know, at that time you had the Get Up Kids and Dashboard and Jimmy World and Alkaline Trio, and those were really the bands that I was listening to. And so, uh, you know, Motion City Soundtrack was was in the air, but they were never a band that I, like, specifically listened to. There's actually a good chance I saw them at a show um, and didn't realize um, just because, I mean, they were around all that same time putting up kind of similar music. Um, so it's something like I should have always liked, but somehow wasn't super aware of, you know, it was just kind of, it was there, but it wasn't other people listened to them and, and, and I just kind of heard them every once in a while. Um, so this is actually really fun because this was something like, you know, you sent me the list of the songs and, I don't know, it was like discovering those bands that I had listened to, you know, <laughs> religiously, um, yeah. hearing something like that for the first time now at 33 instead of 13. And so it hits a lot differently, but there's like this, this yeah. strange nostalgia still for a thing I never listened to before, which is kind of a weird experience. What's what's funny is so because because this is obviously I mean this is from the the last album which was 2016 I did send you a couple of tracks from um, commit this to memory which was 05 and then I'm one from I in the movie which is 03 which is an album that was produced by uh, the the Get Up Kids producer Ed Rose mm-hmm. uh, but you picked over it now oh no, no, no over it now sorry um, you picked uh, I can feel you uh, why this song of the list of the ones I sent you so I, I mean so actually. 
I mean, can I reveal the list or sure, other songs? That's fine, yeah. Okay. Um, so it was between this and Feel Like Rain for me. Um, but I, I really, honestly, I really thought you were going to pick Feel Like Rain. Like I, I thought, thought I was going to pick it too. To lay money on it, that's where I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> I, well, I mean, because like when I when I first put put that one on, I was instantly just like, oh yeah, okay, I like I can feel this, right? Um, and then. Um, uh, you know, I, but I, I, I still, I wanted to stay true to the, to the options and not just like jump into the first one. And so I listened to, um, all the other ones. Uh, and then I got to, I can feel you. And honestly, it just, um, it kind of hit me that the movements of it kind of hit me a little bit more. Um, it's got that great build and, you know, in the, the middle section there of the song where, it, you know, he starts, you know, it, Kind of, you know, the crescendo um, and yeah, yeah. you know the, the increasing of the speed of the tempo too, um, and so that, that that's what really attracted me to it. It honestly kind of reminded me of, and I can't help but uh, but think of the the bands that I did listen to when this was what I listened to most often, um, and uh, it just it reminded me a lot of um, Polaris by Jimmy Eat World. And that's like my favorite song on that album, Futures. Um, and so when I heard this one, I was just like, oh, yeah. Like just the whole, the whole, I think, third movement, basically, of the song. Like that that really, really spoke to me. I really, I enjoyed that so much. It's funny because when I, when I told Jake what song you picked, because we, like a week ago on a, on a phone, like on a, on a uh, Google Hangout, we're just shooting the shit about music and stuff and we were talking about Jimmy Eat World and so Jake actually when I was like well what songs do you think I send to Alex started like picking specifically songs that he thought sounded like Jimmy Eat World um, just because that's the thing he knew most about you and yeah, when I, when I, and I, sent, <laughs> I sent the list and, and you sent back this song and Jake was like yeah I can see how that has Jimmy vibes <laughs> and I was yeah. like sure <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, but but still, like it was it was a hard choice, honestly, to go between uh, between those two. Well, maybe maybe when we do feel like rain, we'll have you on the show again. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd love to be back. Um, well, hold on, you haven't gotten through the whole show yet. We don't know for sure. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what feedback you guys get. Um, I mean, I know from, I'll never listen to this episode, yeah. but we'll see what your numbers are like. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I will, I will say, cause you, you bring up that sort of that, that third movement, that, um, that crescendo. And, uh, I think that is that crescendo, I think is my favorite part of this album. Yep. Like that, that whole little, like, I never know who I am. I only know what I'm not like that whole yeah. chunk of this song of this whole, what is this 11 track album? Um, I think is my, is just my favorite part of this album. It's, it's such, it's, it's I don't know, <laughs> like, because I think I think of the rest of the song, and it's like I like I like the rest of the song, but like some parts of it are like you know less good than others. But that run yeah. is just so excellent, and I'm I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, I I had a problem with um like the the, the first jump from the first verse to first chorus. I feel like that that jump is is a little I don't know I don't know the right word for it. It's a little jarring maybe. Um, but there's like you can't not move to that run like it's impossible yeah. no matter what oh, you so thought of everything else before <laughs> it it's like you're you're instantly and your your head is moving you know i mean i know you can't see what i'm doing but trust me my head is moving with like the increasing tempo like you just you start going and going and going it's just like it instantly sucks you in yeah i 
For sure. And that's the thing, too, because when I think of this song, I mean, it's called I Can Feel You. And like that part is just sort of at the very end, the I can feel you. And like, I like that part. But like when you think of that part of the song, like I, I when I think of the song, because of because that's the, the part that's in the title, <clears throat> I'm just like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. And then I listened to the song and I was like, oh, wait, no, I really like this song. <laughs> um. Jake, what about you? You you've been a little quiet for for this song so far. What do you what do you? Uh... Oh, I just been liking Alex's take on it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 gonna be biased to the band. It's it's one of those things where they can do no wrong. But yeah, the the crescendo, the building. It's it is. When I messaged you like a week and a half ago, talking about how great <laughs> Panic Station sounded in my car speakers, this was the song I was listening to, and I yeah. I was parked out of Best Buy because I was gonna look at headphones and. I'm just I've just got this going. I'm like, oh my god, it's it was I was I was it was a wall of sound and I was just so feeling it. Um it's funny because we, we we talked a little bit about the, on the last episode about sequencing, and I think again, like you know, if if we're thinking of it like a like a batting lineup, you you hit this song and you get the best run of the album, in my opinion, right on the third track on the album, um, which. I again I feel like speaks to speaks to what I was saying this last episode of uh the third track is you know one of the most important tracks obviously the first track the first track and the last track are very important um and you know we'll we'll talk about days will we'll run away when we talk about days will run away but that's one of the the better closers um of the oeuvre but uh yeah I I think well, that's, uh that's a thing in high fidelity he talks about when he's making a mixtape that's like you know you you need to come out of the gate strong but you can't you know you can't blow it all on the first song so you got to come out hot. You got to dial it back for two, but then three is where you can just like let fly, right? Because like now, you're, now that we're in it, and so you have that opportunity to go go really big. I mean, I, but honestly, like this song, I feel like because there's so much after that run, it would work really well as a closer too. But yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I can I can feel that. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not doing that. On it's purpose. impossible to not say. It's impossible to not say. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I know. Days will run we away. Spent like so if, long figuring out how to say it, and now that now that that dam has broken, I mean, it's just a deluge of you know. <clears throat> if it weren't um, days, uh, days will run away at the end of this album, which I think hits like a truck. Well, it's, it's um, one of those things. It, it's it's a Motion City soundtrack closer. Like if you listen to all the albums, you know, besides AOK, which is on their first album, the rest of them close in a very like a very similar way. It feels. Um, which well, is you, you know, know this that one this is more of like a melancholy note with with days will run away but uh the weekends i feel is very upbeat really as, as a closer oh, I, yeah, I love I've, the weekends to me the weekend sounds melancholy and so does i mean hold me down is is a sad song like an actively sad song um floating in the river i think is a little bit le- uh, more upbeat but for the most part i feel like even if it kills me is a little bit melancholy and i, I don't know so no, that's these, what i feel at least um i remember um well yeah just what just what you're saying about i i by the way i love the high fidelity reference i think that's that puts us at two john cusack references in the show so far. oh if you need a gross point blank or something like that i can get you to actually we already we already know so we, there's a whole there's a whole <laughs> opening about how jake would have more respect for john cusack if he was a murderer no, it's I, very weird I, it's, <laughs> Hard to describe. That's not what I meant. It's... Okay, but those are the words you said. <laughs> okay, maybe it is what I meant. 
uh, like Jake loves John Cusack, and he'd love him even more if he actually murdered people. It just it make, it make him more it make him so much more interesting. We don't well, know that he not, hasn't. It's not, like a, it's not a good thing. It's just. God. No, that, that's that's also what he was saying, Alex. Is that is that he seems like he might have actually already murdered people, I, that and might that's be one why of the reasons he always shies away from like you know the the rat race in Hollywood. He's just got bodies back in Chicago. <laughs> He's got actual literal bodies back in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, he makes them all vote Democrat when you know they're dead. It's a little joke. Topical. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, the the meaning of this song. Nothing on song meanings, unsurprisingly. Panic stations, not a lot of love on on song meanings, which is another reason that I was a little surprised that Alex enjoyed it so much because just like Panic Station doesn't get a lot of love, but I guess from an outside perspective, uh, just coming in from you know vaguely knowing the band, maybe having heard <laughs> so a couple is this songs. Like, is this is this me <laughs> being like someone who just discovered Weezer? Like Hurley's like my favorite fucking album. <laughs> Is that uh, what just happened? No, if you just discovered Weezer, your favorite album would be the Black Album. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I could, I actually, here's the problem. Is I stopped listening to them after the Green Album. Actually, after Maladroy. So I, have, I don't know. I, I, I just had to yeah. pick one that I knew. <laughs> uh, so coinc- coincidentally, the other day, I don't remember what it was. Oh, no. I think I... I um, sometimes I'll, I'll tell my Google Home to like just play an album. And I'll, what I'll do is I'll tell it to pick a letter, and it'll pick a letter, and I'll be like, okay, now I'll pick, a, pick an album starting with that letter or a band starting with that letter. And if I can't think of one, then I'll just nice. pick another letter. So I picked W, and I'm like, okay, cool. So now I'm to listen to the album Weezer by Weezer, and I want to know, I just kind of wanted to know what it was going to give me. And it gave me the fucking Teal album, and I was so mad. Mm. <laughs> like, of all, <laughs> of all the choices, the Teal album... <laughs> Like I was legitimately upset. That's so annoying. <laughs> like it started playing Africa, and I'm like, no, mm-mm, I'm I not that, that album just like doesn't need to exist. Every part of that album, like, like I, and I, not I, just I, because, and not just because, like, oh, why are they doing covers? But it's like it, it, they just did them all the same. Like they, they just, just did, did oh everything God. about it's the same. Like everything about it. Like and like, look, Rivers has a good voice. I don't disagree. Rivers has a good voice, but like. Why would I listen to Weezer covering Mr. Blue Sky when ELO did it perfectly good? <laughs> like, it's just, it's so unnecessary, and I don't like it. I was Wait, like, is, I was that isn't really a killer song? Give me... Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was hoping it would give me green or blue, and I was like, look, even if it gives me red or, or fucking black or white, like, I'll still listen to it and whatever. Like, I, I'm trying to fall asleep anyway. Um, but it gave me teal, and I'm like, nope, picking a different letter now. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> you could have done Wang Chung, by the way, or Winger. Wait, what? Did... Wait, what? Did they do? Did they not do Wang Chung? <laughs> no, I'm saying. I t- when you were picking the, you could have picked a different band. Is all Winger would have oh, been a good one. a different band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Wang Chung like, would have been whatever. a good one. I, it was, it was the first one that came to mind, and then I was like, well, cool, picking a different letter now. I mean, like, I could have also <laughs> just said play. You know, Pinkerton, like, but I. Oh, you could have uh, been like every fan at their concerts? Pinkerton! Like that? Uh, excuse you, no. Every fan at their concerts is 14 and wants to hear Pacific Daydream. I didn't know that song. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's, it, well, it's the album. It's fine. I'm literally Whatever. on the Wikipedia page. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was not going to. Don't worry. I wasn't going to come up with Pacific Daydream if I was not on the Wikipedia Dude, page that, right now. That joke about. The next Weezer album is going to be called Memes, and Damn Daniel's going to play the Penny. Like that's just like it's so 
fucking real that it's not even funny. <laughs> like every time that, that has ever come up, and it always like any conversation that ever turns to Weezer, which a weird number of our conversations do turn to Weezer, but um, anyone that does that joke comes up and it's just like it's just like it's infuriating. Like it's not even fucking funny. Like it's just it's so it's too real. <laughs> so yeah, because they have the next album coming out in like a like a month and a half, almost two months, and they say. It's inspired by hard rock and heavy metal, and Rivers said it's the blue album-ish, but a little more riffy, and I just don't believe it. You know? Like, no yeah. part of me believes that. No, no they've... <laughs> they should just change names, you know? Well, I mean, at this point, at this point, Call you don't like Weezer. Weezer. Yeah. At this point, like, <laughs> you're not a Weezer fan. You like three albums from a band that happened to have Rivers Cuomo in it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they should have just done like a um, a Red House Painter Sun Kill Moon situation where it's literally the same band. They're just like, maybe it's changed names because like people got kind of tired of us, so we acted like we were a new band. Like that's what they should have done. I, right? You know, I like but Sun Kill Moon, but Sun Kill Moon himself kind of seems like he went from turned himself into a new band. It's just but, like twenty years too late for that now. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> like if they true. change after Maladroit. And, Can like, you... Beverly Hills from a new band. Okay, cool. <laughs> Buy that. But I, Can I, I retroactively say that it was a different band and say <laughs> that the only true Weezer had Matt Sharp in it? Uh, Weezer didn't start until Scott Schreiner got there. <laughs> Tiny Cities is, like, the longest song's four and a half minutes, and then I Also Want to Die in New Orleans has, like, a 23-minute song. <laughs> Coyote's 12 minutes long. Day in America's 15 minutes long. I like it. It's strange, but I liked it, but... Uh, all right. So let's talk about I can feel you. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's get back to the band we're actually supposed to be talking about. <laughs> Look, to I don't make mind. myself to make myself have anything to say, I'm going to steer toward bands that I know better. <laughs> I, I I don't know that I'm a great guest for this show, but no, it's it's perfectly fine. I actually I I kind of oh, prefer. I think it's, it's okay. <laughs> we're already crossing the Weezer podcast territory of just hating on of them. hating Weezer yeah <laughs> listen if there's an adult Weezer fan that doesn't actually hate Weezer then they're not an adult Weezer fan like uh, it's I had just... a buddy who was just like no they're just they're fun now and I was like go fuck yourself like, was so... <laughs> like I'm telling you the biggest Weezer fan I know is 18 years old and like yeah that tracks you know <laughs> like everybody's there's favorite so Weezer album is one that came out when they were 14 years into. old it's just it's that's that's a it's a, it's a Horikundabolu joke. Every time like you go to a Weezer concert and it's all fourteen year olds, how does Weezer continue to speak to fourteen year olds <laughs> when they're like forty five years old? <laughs> like Rivers Cuomo is Rivers Cuomo is almost fifty years old, and yet still the target demographic of Weezer is fourteen. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, see, the thing is, the nice thing is, is uh, as much as we love Panic Station, as much as we love this song, there's uh, very little about it online. So uh, the only thing is on this side of the Genius page, it's a song about feeling lost after the end of a relationship and the author trying to figure out why every relationship ends up ruined. And that's literally the only thing I can find about anybody saying anything about it. Well, that's because so, the song is that it's that obvious. That's yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, pretty yeah. Obvious. they're not really yeah. trying to hide this one. This is um, this is pretty blunt. I mean, he literally says, yeah. I really hate um, them alone 50 times in the song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> For sure. No, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, um, I was going to say it had to be you, but no, that's not the one. What's the, there's the one where it's just like, I, like, I don't know who you are. No, you know what? Never mind. I'm thinking of Carly Rae Jepsen's song. Uh, <laughs> 
Which is <laughs> she really, 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 really <laughs> likes you. Is that is that you're thinking of? No, it's uh, it's I'm thinking of in in Call Me Maybe where it's um, before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you like because that's what this is, right? I can't wait to find you. I really hate that matter that I'm alone. Like I I never thought of it as like trying to find out why every relationship ends up ruined. I mean, like there is there is that as well, but it's it's looking for the next one. I can't wait to find you. I hate that I'm alone. You're, yeah, it's actually not- strange. I mean, there, I think there is a little bit of, of hopefulness in it, though. Yeah. Yeah. But also, um, I mean, it's only, you know, born out of clearly things not going well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I never know who I am. I only know what I'm not. Like, it is. I never learn how to love. I only learn how to fight. It's like I, I suck at relationships, but I just need to find somebody who will, you know, work with me. Yeah. Like be okay with it. Uh, I gotta yeah, be. So, I gotta be honest with you. Like I, d- I did not feel like all that much attraction to the lyrics. To tell you the truth, like that wasn't not that I not that I specifically like hate them or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, right? It's just like, I mean, he could just have marbles in his mouth, and the way the song <laughs> is structured, it works so well. You know, like it, just, it could just be the fucking alphabet. And I'd be like, yeah. "Fuck yeah!" Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'd still, I feel well, like I would get it just as much, you know? Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah, because because it, it's one of the ones like you know, it, it's not, it's a little bit more straightforward uh, than than some of the other ones, and it is one of those things where I think we talked a little bit about um, in the previous episode, where like there's just there's there's sometimes there's stuff that's said in here that you're like, you're not even necessarily meant to remember, right? Like, yeah. it's just, it just sort of like. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's just like evocative of something. You're like, okay, yeah, you you really just sort of feel the the energy. Um, yeah, and I don't know, like that's they they do really well at that sometimes. Where like sometimes you can look at the lyrics and it's like, oh, it says a lot more than I thought it did before. We we came up with that, came up uh, yeah against that in, in indoor living the last episode we did. But sometimes it doesn't really need to say all that much because the the songwriting is so good, um, or like yeah, the the whole entire song as, as as a unit is uh is so well written that you don't need to worry about how the lyrics are did you guys did you guys feel about this one and i'm sorry to pull off the lyrics but i feel like no go ahead we don't have that much <laughs> but um did you, you're not wrong did you guys feel like this i mean this almost works as like a mini album you know like well, it's funny because so because I, I literally as we were talking, I, I pulled up an interview that they did on uh, the Aquarian, and apparently the song used to be a lot longer. Um, I can feel that. So, uh, so you know, they 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 shortened it up a little bit and 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 made it this, but uh, you know, it's it's already like not a short song. Uh, it's four forty eight, almost five minutes long. So, like, which I think it's already one of the longer songs in their. Uh, that they've done like they, they've got a couple over five minutes but like i i would imagine if it was the closer it might actually be a little over five um mm-hmm. but but yeah i i agree right because because it is already a long song and, and like you know the movements because there is like the 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 verse chorus verse chorus right from that to the i can't wait to find you I hate that i'm alone but then the i can feel you sort of is a separate yeah like feel separate and then the whole run that we like is, is also kind of separate and then it comes back to the I can feel you at the end so I, I totally can see what you're saying there yeah it's like if, if you were to expand it just a little bit like you can basically get like you could get maybe not an LP but you get an EP out of it <laughs> an EP out of this yeah no uh-huh. I don't disagree <laughs> Um, I, I totally feel that yeah god damn it it's like it's I'm really like hearing it <laughs> I can t- I can feel that 
Uh, it's the worst. I I I I guess I understand what you're saying. I I don't. It just like look, so it's like I was saying, right? With the song being called "I Can Feel You," like when I think of this song, I never think of that run and this song together. Like I know that run exists. When I listen to the song, I'm like, oh yeah, I love this run, but it it does feel separate from the song "I Can Feel You" to me. Um, so I like I I totally understand. Like I, I definitely feel that. <laughs> No, from 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 the run to the crescendo to the to the to the final. I can't wait to find you, and then you get the musical break after that, and then in musical break, I can feel you tonight. Does, them, does there another musical break after that, or it ends with I can feel you at the end? No, I think it ends with I can feel you. Like a little bit of a, I think it ends on the word a you. A little bit of reverb, a little bit of the reverb yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Um, I, I think of it as I mean this is just how I think of any any songs though um, as a, as a, as a contiguous package regardless of you know until it stops or until the next song starts like it's one song um, for me it all works together um, I feel like it, the sections it, it, were it is different enough, but it's it's right? set like, up it's it's building to the run yeah, yeah. no I don't I don't I don't disagree with that I, I'm just thinking like it with a little more i guess i wonder if it you know expands you know expansion here and expansion there if you end up with like you know a 12 minute song now suddenly that actually kind of is like just a standalone kind of you know oh yeah for sure like it's like its own fucking song yeah yeah it's like an ep on itself yeah i uh i certainly agree i mean i yeah i'm I don't think there's a whole lot more to say, because um, I think we we've just said the same thing a couple times. Um, yeah, I think instrumentation-wise too, I like the the little instrumental section does. I don't know the, the guitar solo. I'm a fan. I don't know. There's I think there's not a lot of uh, Moog in this one. It, okay, I I so can... I think. Um, well, you've got the you've got the organ that plays at points or whatever that sounds yeah. a little bit like an organ at points so i listened through the i can feel you each each version of that um right rather I, the, I can't wait to find you really hit them alone the first two sections of it so i guess the first six times um it sounds like like that sounds like a, a guitar and then the final time it's that does sound like a synth it, it sounds like they change up the instrumentation there it's possible I didn't listen hard enough, but I I believe you. It's it's either that or the sound it was subdued the first two times and then it came through more loudly in the third. Um, but it there's definitely like more of a like more of a modulated quality to it in the third, whereas before it does just sound like a again listen to it, it just sound like like a guitar going or the bass um, playing that line instead. Yeah, did uh, Jake? Did you did you happen to notice anything different on the drums? Because this was a Claudio song. This was obviously the on Panic Station is all Claudio. There are there's some songs on the Panic Stations where I really like the drums. Like like just before this with TKO, where you have the the synth and the drums like playing together. Um, but I like they're they're present and I hear them and I, and I enjoy them. But it feels like there's so much going on in the song. Like 
especially yeah. with your yeah, musical I, I break. Mean, I, Everything's like I going. The, I listened for the drums a little bit and definitely like, you know, I heard them, but I didn't really like notice anything specific. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there was anything like particular about the drums that I noticed, but uh, this was one of the songs they played in the at the final show, um, which means that Tony played the drums on this one for that last show. So we'll mm-hmm. listen a little bit of that, but I don't know if we'll, we'll notice anything different for that either. <laughs> Skip a little ahead here. Is that one you recorded? What's that? Is that one you recorded? No, I wasn't at that show. Um, I'm. This is from the final show, like the 2016 the final, final, final show. The final final. Yeah, the. the obviously not the final anymore but the the one that was the final show on the farewell tour gotcha um yeah i mean you know i could definitely I, I feel like i hear a little bit of a difference but not like a whole whole lot um yeah same i don't know makes but i also don't know if that's just the difference in it being live yeah i mean it's, yeah that's possible too but it's obviously i mean it's a different drummer i don't know how much they played it with claudio live but when i search for it on youtube there's a couple of a couple of ones with with Claudio live. Here, let me see if I can play a little bit of uh, of one with Claudio live. Yeah, I think just like as not really drum people <laughs> we're not picking up the differences um if there are any but all right so i guess uh unless we have something else to say about the song we can move on to covers and alternate versions or just covers is no alternate version for this one well this is just a lightning thing but you were mentioning about song length and top four longest songs at least on google play you've got days will run away at 523 Hold Me Down at 519, The Weekends at 448, and I Can Feel You at 447. Which makes sense, yeah, because like I said, the, the closers seem to be a little bit longer in general, because especially because a lot of them have that like long instrumental like fade out at the end. Like Hold Me Down kind of ends a minute before it ends, but n- not to say that that like sort of... I love, I love the... No, I love it too. Yeah. Like, not to say that that's not important. I know, it's I know, not great. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the song kind of ends, and then this at some point, it's just like a, like it, it's it. I don't know. It, I don't know how to describe that last that last little. That, that's the thing bit. that it, it just instantly makes me think of uh, a postal service. Yeah, that, that sort of poppy, bubbly, not calliope sounding, but like the, I want to say calliope. Um, send. Uh yeah, yeah, and then there's the 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 um, I don't know, like sounds kind of like feedback. What's the word? Like the, oh man, I can't think of the word. But like at the at the end, where it just like oh, gets all it's garbled. Like, like yeah, it becomes like static, almost. compressed. Yeah, crunchy sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's do a little, a couple of the covers. There's only 
I only found two. There's a lot of drum covers for this song, weirdly enough. There's not a lot of covers for any of the songs on this album, as as people might know from the Samurai Code, which we did a few episodes ago, where, where I had to do the only cover that we played. Um, there's not a whole lot of covers for any of the songs on this album, but there's a bunch of drum covers for this song, which makes me feel like there's something going on in the drums that we're just not hearing we're as non-drummers. Not hearing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so here is, uh, these, these are both kind of white guy with acoustic guitar covers, which listen, we talk a little bit of shit about sometimes, but once again, I do a lot of acoustic guitar in my bedroom covers, so I can't really talk that much shit. Um, so this one is from, uh, Mike Live 1285 on YouTube. Skip ahead a little bit here too. Hopefully the So you know. It's an acoustic guitar cover. Fucking killed it. Yeah. In fact, actually, this guy has a nice uh, video of a how-to play this song on acoustic guitar nice. if you want to go and find it. I feel like a lot um, of times when we see people doing the covers, and this isn't, this isn't a criticism, but it is just, you know, they don't, they're not, like, other people do the covers, I think, wouldn't try as hard to do the, like, play the melody like that, like yeah, that person Yeah, yeah, I, I did like that, where he, where he tried to play the melody. Um particularly again as somebody who's not very good at playing music <laughs> um and and uh maybe maybe could figure that out eventually but you know um one thing one thing i think is is he played the guitar a little loud over that run and muffled his own voice we got excited right he was getting all pumped about it and he's just like ah, oh, no i gotta do it i gotta do it you know and then you know and then here is the other cover I found. Again, it's kind of an acoustic guitar cover, but a little bit more recorded. Here is, uh, this is Things So Impossible. And if you want to purchase this one, it's on Bandcamp from uh, chorusfmcomps.bandcamp.com. Here is, uh, I Can Feel You. Hard to learn the workings of this lonesome charade. Filled with hesitation, daring down the tide. It pulls you apart, it stabs in the dark, it carries away. I'm starting to see the problem with me. Is I like that. That um, <laughs> sounded like a like a music box. At least coming through you through your speakers, not like a music box playing the like that back. Dun dun dun. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think that's a xylophone, but maybe it sounded like a music box. Here, let me also uh, play a little bit of the little chunk that we like that run. So here's that. Who I am? I only know what I'm not. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't further the plot. I never learn how to love. I only learn how to fight. I only see in the dark, but never get through the night. I got a flurry of words, but I got nothing to say. And why does everything always end this way? If I It really sounds like somebody. Who who does that sound like? 
like that voice. Does it sound familiar to anybody else? Yeah. Am I crazy? I can't place it. I can't it, place it either. It, it sounds, sounds, it like, sounds uh, like Ira Glass kind of, but like not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I like it. I mean, it's a perfectly fine. It sounds like just one of those emo rock bands of the... I can't. It sounded a lot right. like... It was like an Avril Lavigne-like voice, I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, did, it did sound a little bit like a... a um, Whatever, like a random emo rock band, which is why yeah. I thought maybe maybe Alex would come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it is it is one of those like you know like every pop punk band tried to sound like either Blink or Fall Out Boy at a certain point in, of time. So it's probably just one of those like here's our take on fucking I don't know My Chemical Romance. Um, can you tell I wasn't an emo kid? <laughs> Um, all right so that those are the covers i don't think there's really anything else looks like we got another short episode in the books nothing wrong with a short episode um so i think that's gonna do it unless anybody has any final thoughts on the song or on the covers i mean that's the timing of this is off but it's just the the run and him singing over like how how he's singing during that run uh is is something that happens in the worst is yet to come and also something that he does in pulp fiction and those are the two songs i could think of um like what you mean when there's something some like there's somebody singing in the background and then him singing over it no it's it's the specific like like how he is singing over this over the crescendo over that run i don't i don't know what you what you properly describe it as but it's just like I guess I'd say it's the most noticeable when he's singing over a very noticeable change in the melody. And that's something that I, that I've talked about liking on worst is yet to come. And also what I compared on worst is yet to come to Pulp Fiction. Um, that's on Pulp Fiction as well. The funny thing is these are both songs we've done episodes about, and I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it's just something that like, Maybe maybe I'm not really describing something that is a thing so much as describing something that I personally appreciate when it happens in a song. So I'm trying to describe something that doesn't actually exist. Um, <laughs> but there is a quality to the song that makes me think of equality to Pulp Fiction and Worse is Yet to Come that, I, that that makes me particularly... I mean, I enjoy it all, but, but that's yeah. that's what I think of. Yeah, I, I, I kind of can feel what you're saying with Pulp Fiction. Um Alex, I feel like you were about to say something as well. Oh, there's this um, the uh, the anchors away line. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, I was in the navy. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and so Alex was in the navy. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. I think when I when I um, first heard that it uh, it kind of clicked for me. Um, it's like, oh, okay, this is a thing. Maybe I can like even more um but there's actually a funny thing um it the, the the lyrics if you look on all the sites it's anchors away as in like pushing away thing but that's not how you spell anchors away it's a little thing yeah no a w e i g h right yes why would it what what i didn't know the lyric sites all had it wrong like that that's yeah. super weird <laughs> that's because people don't know that word and i don't blame them because it's the only time that you'd ever use it um, yeah but it's like it doesn't stand up to um, thought because to throw your anchor away as an off the boat is to stop. 
So <laughs> like that's like it would dropping the anchor makes you stop. So, um, but so that's a little thing. That's my, that's my final thought on it is, um, who ya Navy. No, no, it's perfect. Panic stations is full of, uh, full of water references. Panic, yeah. Panic stations and... has a lot of that, like specifically panic. St- they have a lot throughout the, um, like every song, not every song, but any, in every album, there's like a couple here and there, but like panic stations, I feel like has more than any other, most city the, album the cover art yeah as i said the cover of it is the, i mean the cover art obviously yeah for sure i agree yeah there's just, but there's like a lot of like weird yep. like weirdly like it, it's just like i i remember noticing it when the album came out in 2015 and just like hearing like there's a lot of nautical references in this album <laughs> so well uh, you know water classically you know represents change oh yeah i mean yeah, yeah. I, I mean i'm not surprised by it in general, like there's there's a couple like they talk a lot about swimming and stuff like that. Um, in gravity, uh, staring at the ocean, waiting for the world to end. Is that, that's in gravity, right? Uh, what's in Days of Run Away also has a reference. I thought does it? Um, staring at the ocean is definitely a line. On, sorry, that's, on that's the heavy album. boots. Heavy boots. Yeah. Um, did but, they yeah. know? Did they know when they released this album? By the way, that they were going to be breaking up. Like, was this was this known to be a final album for at least a little while? I don't think it was known. Like they they said they have more coming. Like around yeah. the time, maybe they knew and like you know, there's probably the seeds of it. But there was it was never announced that it was the final album. They they recorded the album, they toured the album, and then like six months later, they said, "All right, we're going to do a farewell tour now." Gotcha. So. If they knew, we didn't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I was curious because I'm just thinking of, you know, if there is this water theme. I'm going to go back to my days as a, as an English lit student here. It's a, uh, it's a liminal space water. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it is. I mean, to be fair, th- so this was the first and as yet only, um, I mean, probably will be the only album with, with, the, with Claudio Rivera on it as the drummer. Um, so, like, if we're talking about change, that was a big change. The first five albums all had the exact same, like, the whole band was the same. Mm-hmm. And then between the fifth and sixth album, the drummer changed. So there was, like, at least a sense of change. And then also, so because the band broke up because everybody, like, had kids and stuff like that. So, like, there was, I mean, the reason the band broke up was because there was a lot of shit going on in their lives in the changing. So I can buy that, right? That the water re- representing change also represented the big change in all the band's lives which then also separately led to the breakup so i think it makes sense yeah, yeah it's hopefully. all it's all there um or you know maybe we're just overanalyzing a pop punk album but isn't that uh isn't that the point of the show it's <laughs> <laughs> the point of living man <laughs> the point of living is overanalyzing <laughs> pop punk specifically yes sense that seems legit i'll take that to my grave yeah that is <laughs> wait is that a reference to the fallout boy album take this to your grave <laughs> it is not fallout boy was one of those bands i did not listen to. <laughs> that's fine but you said i'll take that to my grave and take this to your grave was literally a fallout boy album it's it was so perfect it well, was they didn't they didn't invent the phrase i understand <laughs> I, but we're, ta- we're talking about pop punk albums and it's a seminal pop punk album it's just it's a it's a it's a funny coincidence that you happened to say yeah, it. yeah well i think it's something to write home about <sighs> I got up, anyway <laughs> no I, I, got up, I, I got it i understood <laughs> whatever <laughs> anyway we'll commit this episode to memory um but uh <laughs> first <laughs> alex do you uh do you have anything you want to plug before we before we plug our own selves 
Um, no, I, uh, <laughs> I don't have anything happening. Um, there is supposedly book droogs coming up, but Lord knows. First of all, I don't know when this is coming out. And secondly, I don't know when uh, that's coming out. So, <laughs> will, um, will you no, tweet about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can follow me at Fake Plastic Alex. Um, he doesn't tweet much, and, but maybe he'll tweet about book droogs. And uh, maybe, maybe he'll retweet this AAF episode coming tweets. out, which nobody's <laughs> <laughs> unsure. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, we are at Motion City Pod. I am at Kuhan. Jake is at XFIP minus. That's X F I P, and then the word minus spelled out. Um, it's a terrible Twitter handle. I've been trying to get him to change it for weeks. And, and he's, let's, let's he's, do it. Let's do it. What? XFIP Jake? You think that's good? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's not say X-fips. it right now. XFIP with two P's. I'm just not a fan of I'll, the... I'll sell you fake plastic Alex for 10 bucks. <laughs> I know it doesn't make a whole I'm lot just... of sense for you, but... I think I think the XFIP part isn't great. <laughs> like, that's the weirdest part. The minus is okay. Um, We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out off mic. Uh, you can follow us Instagram. We never post there, but Motion City Pod, it's, it's our Instagram. Patreon, we have zero patrons. So, you know, if you want to be the first, <laughs> um, go ahead. Motion City Pod, motioncitypod at gmail.com. Everywhere it's Motion City Pod. And if it's not Motion City Pod somewhere, we're probably not there. Uh, and then we're on all the podcatchers, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and uh, Spotify. If we're not on your podcatcher of choice, you can just do the RSS feed. All that's on our Twitter. And uh, if you really want us to be on there, tweet at us and i will try to get us on there uh that's gonna do it thank you once again alex for joining us on this episode yeah thanks so much for having me guys yeah. for sure and uh until next time anchors away uh, anchors away oh anchors away that's not bad <laughs> that's not bad that might be it we might have found it i can feel you tonight I can feel you I can feel you tonight I can feel you I never know who I am I only know what I'm not It doesn't make any sense It doesn't further the plot I never learn how to love I only learn how to fight I only see in the dark We never get through the night I got a flurry of words, but I got nothing to say And why does everything always end this way? If I asked you to let me go, would you hold on? Would you hold on? I tried hard to let go, but the pull is too great Consumed with the promise of one last chance Are you holding on? Cause I'm still holding on I can't wait to find you, I really hate that I'm alone I can't wait to find you, I really hate that I'm alone I can't wait to find you, I really hate that I'm alone I can't wait to find you, I really hate that